back to Rappin' with Rico and former All-American quarterback Steve Taylor. The 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to the show. Welcome yes. back to the program, everybody. 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Again, join us on the Sarder Heyman Jewelers live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo Channel 951 for all of you who have Allo cable packages. And don't be afraid to call in or text into the show, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Sarder Heyman text line. We've got a lot of yes. texts coming in. We'll, ta- um, we'll, we'll take some calls and some texts. Let's do at least one-on-one for sure. But before yeah. we get to those, I do want to ask you something that was a big topic oh, of conversation really after big? the game. After the game ended. All right. Nebraska, which is, this is something they did at Minnesota, and I've talked to a couple, we, you know, the former players that work here, we've asked them their, their opinions on it as well, so I want to get your opinion. Nebraska did this in Minnesota. When they first get to the stadium, they yeah. walk in, they go to the 50, they stand there, and I, I thought it was just a team meeting. Matt Rule says they're there to, to, to pray on the field that nobody gets hurt, you know, not actually pray because they have a bunch of guys of different religions yeah. and all that, but they're there to, to you know, bless the field and, and hope that nobody gets injured on the field. Uh, Shadur Sanders took a- exception to that, went out there, tried breaking it up, said yeah. that they were disrespecting Colorado and the Buffaloes by standing on the Buffalo uh, logo. What <laughs> What's your take on that? Because I know mine is I, I understand what they were doing and how they didn't mean it to be disrespectful, no. but it still kind of is because you're standing on the logo at the, at the fit. You could have started at the 45. Mm. You could have gone, you know, a ra- whatever. You didn't have to stand directly on it, and I no. know – all the all the Nebraska fans that are saying it's it's ridiculous, it's not disrespectful, this, that, and the other. If Colorado next year comes here, yeah. the first they get they get in the stadium mm-hmm. and they go to the fifty and they're all standing on the end, I guarantee no, a lot no. of no, I guarantee a no. lot of people will say that it's disrespectful no. for them to be standing at the fifty nah. on the on the end nah. in the middle of Memorial Stadium. Nah, not negative. Negative. See, here's the deal. First of all, the damage was already done. That was just fuel, fuel on the fire. The damage was done way back when Rule came out and made a couple comments about how Dion was going about the team. He took receipts on that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, that did not sit well with Dion. No player is going to – there's a code you don't, you don't break. Let Dion do what he's going to do. You handle your business in Nebraska, Wyoming, wherever you are. Don't go out and comment about what someone else is doing mm-hmm. with their program, just like they don't want someone coming in Nebraska telling them that they should have kept Casey or blah, 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 right? Just So the, that was just fuel to the fire that the Buffaloes use just as more motivation. But the damage was done prior to that when some comments were made about the way Dion went about getting his roster. So, standing, it's the middle of the field. We warm up on the middle of the field. We run plays on the middle of the field. That's what you do. So, take it for what it's worth. <laughs> that, 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 that wasn't a big deal. But they did that. Maybe that motivated him. He didn't like that. You know, you're a dog. You don't want someone urinating on your yard. Mm-hmm. You know, I get it. I understand it. So it just added fuel to the fire. That's all. So you're already, no big deal. You're, Someone go stands on in at Nebraska when I'm playing. I don't care. I'm focused on other things. I'm I'm getting ready for the game. But if you're looking for something to, just to give you that little edge, then you're gonna find something. Yeah, that's, look, that's, that's yeah. all that was. If about. you're looking, you're gonna find something. You're to, gonna find to, that's, that's all that. Put, I mean, guys, put them another chip guys, on your shoulder. Guys, at the end of the game, they go and pray in the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. Is that disrespect? 
I mean, come on. No, I wouldn't think so. No, so no. I get it. Trivial. I understand. I, I, I understand. I'm glad you asked. Yeah, no, I understand no. where Colorado and, and Sanders, Shadur, and yeah. and Dion are coming from with with that part of it. I understand where you're coming from with that. The damage to, to, to me. Yeah. To me personally, I guess that is just a little because look, you take if you're if you're there, you're taking in the field and you're looking around, whatever. I don't know if you know some people hung out for a little bit too long on the fifty, and that's what was no. that's what the issue was, or if somebody was doing some. I don't know exactly what was going on because we didn't have cameras on them the entire time. But I I know that this is something that they did at Minnesota, yeah. and I'm sure if we go back and look at Baylor or Temple, if rule, I, I'm sure that rule did this with those teams as well, going out to opposing you know yeah. wherever and going and and trying to bless yeah. the field so that nobody gets hurt on it. So the damage uh, the damage was done prior to that. Yeah, it, it was just, it just added a few. A little fuel to the fire that gave them a little extra motivation. Yeah, no and for deal. anybody that's no saying, deal. "Oh, he never mentioned Dion by," he didn't mention Dion by name, but it was pretty, pretty easy to see that he was talking about Dion and the way that he was doing things yes. on the field. Yes. So, it, or in the in the coaching staff and yes. with the with the roster for Colorado. So, all right, I said we were going to do it, so I want to get to it. Okay, the quarterback situation. <laughs> <laughs> going on with Nebraska right now. Not good. Jeff Sims has a co- – I I could have this number wrong. I know that he's accounted for six turnovers, four interceptions. Yeah. And two fumbles at, at least. There could be yes. – I know there was the third one. Where it was the handoff between him and Gabe Irvin. And on the broadcast, I said, that's the quarterback's fault. you got to get the ball up higher. you got to put that right mm-hmm. in the pocket. So if you want to blame that on Sims, if you want to blame that on – who you want to blame that on, whatever. But he's accounted for at least six turnovers. He's in, been involved in, in just two, not good. Yeah, you're kind of guilty. You're kind of guilty by association. Yeah, in two games, six yeah. turnovers and six. Yes. I mean, how do you, if you can, resolve that? Like, what what do you do to help him get over whatever is ailing him? Is there a way to help him get over the turnover turnover issues that he's facing right now? Yeah. Or if you look back at the Georgia Tech, you know, statistics, he turned the ball over a lot at Georgia Tech as well. Yeah. Is this just kind of? Who he is, you get you you get the fifty six or whatever yard run, but you also get you know two fumbles. Yes, is that just who he is, That's or is there a is. way to fix it? You can't fix. It. I don't want to hear that. You can't fix it. You can get better. He needs just to be more mindful of of handling the football and taking care of the football and make better decisions. That's that's it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wish there was a, some some magic formula, but that's that's what it is. You know. Um, you can go to him and talk to him and do whatever you can, but ultimately he has to make better decisions and be mindful of the football and what's going on around you. And that's an intuitive thing. It's a quarterback thing. It's mm-hmm. something that you have to have the, the ability to do. So um, that's all I can say. So the quarterback situation is a quarterback situation. We had a chance to deal with that four or five, six months from now when you were getting your quarterback room set and they made a decision to go with Sims, that's your decision. What you have behind him, we will see or not see. I don't think there's very much talent behind him that can push him. They can they can pull him mm-hmm. and give a guy an opportunity because you never know who a guy may, may rise to the occasion. You never know, right? So that's what's going to have to be done. Um and that's what we're that's what we're stuck with this year. Unfortunately, we can't go out and draft a guy or trade for a guy <laughs> and get a guy, right? We can't do that, yeah, right? No. I don't think you can. You, you got what you got. You can't do it yet, right? Yeah. 
I don't no. think you can do it yet. Nah, yeah, maybe in like three <laughs> that, years. That day may come where there's a guy out there that's not playing. I'm just saying, if you get immediate yeah. eligibility, why can't you just transfer now and play right away? I yeah, exactly. So, it, I mean, it makes sense. Seriously, <laughs> that is coming in the future. You know, if things that, go sideways up at Michigan State, can we have their quarterback? Because that's where we're going, right? Um, the guy that's available, that's not signed, like Indominus Sue, he's waiting to pick up with the team, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, you know, one day unless we, he, re- I don't think he like officially retired. No, he's he's waiting. Yeah, okay. I think he's just waiting. He can go wherever he wants. So that day will come in collegiate sports. But right now, this our quarterback room is set, and what we have is what we have. So hopefully, those guys can rise to the occasion and try to just like no difference than uh, the Jets when Rodgers went down. This kid is now the guy. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what you're going to have for them. Now they can go out and trade for someone or maybe or get someone, but you're already hearing rumors about that. Yeah. So our room is set. So are you of the mindset that there that maybe this staff at least during the Colorado game should have pulled Sims for at least a series just to sit him down, yeah. kind of relax him and just be like, "Hey dude, like we understand that you're under a lot of pressure right now, but we need we we can't afford these turnovers right now. We need you to get your head right." Do you think that that, that would work for yeah, him? Yeah, absolutely. It would help. At least you're trying. I mean, I was in that situation my sophomore year. Right, I was a true sophomore that first started. I had a great couple first games. I struggled against Colorado out there. Mm. It was just a tough day for us on the road, whatnot. And coach set me down. He put Cleet Blakeman in, and you know Cleet didn't do that great. Now in, I went back into the game, but he set me down. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, he set me down in the Sugar Bowl when I was MVP. Just for a couple, of, he told me, he said, "Steve, you're going back in the game. But I'm just going to set you for one or two series." And not everything was my fault. Right, not everything was my fault. But he said, hey, just, it's a big game. You're, you're young. You're young, right? I'm going to set you down for a series, but you're going to go back in. And I was MVP of the game, right? So that's why you got to have a very capable quarterback, mm-hmm. a very capable quarterback. And uh, I don't know if they have that, but we need to see if we have that or not, right? So later in my career, you know, I, I, didn't, I didn't stumble too much, so that wasn't necessary. But, mm-hmm. but even when I got hurt, Cleet Blakeman came against South Carolina and finished the game. Yeah. You know, when I was banged up, I set out Kansas, Cleet came in and had a great game. You know, Cleet did some good things. So we had a very capable quarterback. Now, was he Steve Taylor? No, right? But he was very capable, made good decisions, good quarterback, and so forth. And you need depth at every position. Mm-hmm. And obviously, a quarterback is a crucial position. So you got to have depth there. And we we lack that here. I, I but, think that this might be the, the – these next two games might be that perfect time to either, if he's healthy enough to play – get Sims on the right track to having success the rest of the year yeah. or finding out what you have behind him. So when he is healthy, if he's still hurt, you play Harburg, you play Purdy, you see what you have behind him. So, again, if he's hurt, when he comes back, you know that you know what you have behind him. Unfortunately, Nebraska's not in that situation. They're not in that situation. From what I've seen, they don't have a lot of depth at the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. So Sims is your guy. You made that decision. You're going to go with him, right? If you're struggling, pull him out. Put your young guy in. It's early in the year, but honestly, the year is pretty much shot. We're going to win five, six games at best. What is that going to get you, right? So now you have to look for the future. Prepare and see if these guys that you have at second or three mm-hmm. can play. See if they can play. And if they can't, then go out and get someone. Go spend a million bucks, spend two million or three million, and get a court. No, that's what everyone else is doing. They got two million dollar quarterbacks at Texas. Yeah, right. Go and spend some money and get some players. I don't care what linebackers, defensive back, receivers, quarterbacks. 
wherever they are, open up the checkbook and go get some players. That's just the day and age that we're in right now. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do that, you're not going to get the players. That's yeah. one facet of the. That's one facet of collegiate sports. Stop building all these huge facilities, which no one really cares about anymore. <laughs> yeah, right? you already spent the money on that. Yeah, now yeah, you got all it. these all these kids on TikTok and Instagram. They don't care about that stuff. Get some uh, get some big players in here yeah, to fill they, those they, lockers. They, they have their audiences. They have their yeah. Ferraris and their Lamborghinis <laughs> and their Bentleys and their Maybachs. They have that stuff, right? No, they're they're good on that. They're good. So that's the reality. <laughs> it sounds stupid. To it's say it's this. ridiculous right it's now ridiculous. that that it's it's at that point. But, but it's kind but of it's not like it's not pay for play, and you're not supposed to do that. But that's pretty that's much dude, what's going on. Dude, I, I, and I love it as a player. I was twenty years late, right? Yeah. You were too late. early. I was too early, like every, like everyone else. We played in the whatever. But I mean, I'm watching TV, and there's Caleb Williams on a national commercial for Wendy's. The Christina, the Dunn chick from from Louisiana, is on doing com- national commercials. Yeah, and rightfully so, because so much money is being made, and the university is profiting off their name, image, and likeness. Mm-hmm. Now they can get their that's, own from their name. That's the arena that we are in, and the state of Nebraska needs to get on board with that because mm-hmm. everyone else is doing it. Yeah, not saying it's because someone is doing it is right, but that's where it is right now. Colorado's doing it. Yeah, and they got playmakers. And so that's what we're up against. Mm-hmm. That's when I say the state of Nebraska is in denial with that. This, this don't, I mean, what's the right way? I, I heard, I even heard Tommy Frazier say this on, on the podcast, the right way. What's the right way? Deion Sanders is not the right way. I like it. They're 2-0. They got a bunch of players. They're selling out the stadium. Like, I don't care if They got a right bunch way. of enthusiasts. I'm not just singling out Deion. I'm just saying all over the place, right? Yeah. I mean, that's a formula, right? And not everyone is Deion Sanders, believe me. Yeah. How many Hall of Fame players do you have and – one of the best ever played in professional sports, right? I get that. He, he's, he's, he's in a class of his own. Mm-hmm. You know, but there are some other guys out there that can do some things, so we'll see. All right, we have time for one call. Uh, uh-huh. William, we've got William. Welcome into the show, William. How you doing? What's up, hey, William? Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Thanks for taking my call. Um, yeah, I just think with uh, commenting on the quarterback uh, issue, I think uh, Sim should do a lot of more like, option or play play action uh roll like a bootleg just to get him out of the pocket but show the run bootleg out either dump it off or take off and run this way he's he just he's just an athlete don't keep him in the pocket because he's struggling and another thing is i know this rebuild's going to take like a while we get it it's going to take a while but we've been waiting since the you know mike riley era frost frost era but the weird thing is I get it, it's going to take a while, but we keep doing the same little mistake all the time that it gets to the point like we have different coaching staffs, but we're still doing the same thing. We're still shooting ourselves in the foot. Um, I think it's more of a curse. I don't know what to say you, but I don't know that. I just think that's kind of weird. Um, the one thing is that I that I used to I used to follow a lot of uh, Michigan State football. Um, when Nebraska joined the Big Ten, I kind of adapt, you know started watching also Michigan State football. And the coach, uh, Dan, Dan Tony, I can't forget, remember his name. But when he was building that program, I remember watching some of the games when they were about to get to that point where they're about to get blown out like Nebraska would. But what he would do, he would actually slow it down and continue to run the ball no matter what. If they're losing 20 nothing, right. he's like, no, we're going to take this and use this as extra light snaps. And he made that team physical. So I think we should do that. Okay, William. Thank you. Thank, thank you, William. Okay, thank you. here's here's it. 
No, 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 and no to that. It does not take a while. It has been done. TCU coach turned his program around in a couple of years. Dion has prime time has turned his program around in six, seven, eight, nine months. Mm-hmm. It does Scott Frost couldn't do it in with five recruiting classes. Right? So with this day and age, with the opportunities that you have, with the portal, mm-hmm. It does not take that long. So that's when I say the Husker Nation is in denial. And in order for us to get better, this this is what frustrates me. In order for us to get better, we have to understand that. It does not take that long. It does not take that long in this day and age with the opportunities that you have in hand and the resources that you have. Those are just excuses. Simply excuses. So go out and recruit, evaluate, get talent, get them in here, Coach them up, divine a system, and play football. So I'm tired. I'm exhausted with the excuses. I'm totally exhausted with it. You gave, you fired Solage, whatever, right? You gave Callahan a few years, right? You gave Bo Pliny seven years, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Right? You give Riley two and a half. Yeah. You give Scott Frost five recruiting classes. And of those five recruiting classes, we have no quarterbacks. You have five years to recruit a quarterback and other positions, and you didn't do it. So it's not the time. I, I, it just frustrates me. So go out and evaluate and recruit a player that can play. That can play. That's what it, it irritates me the most about this. Mm-hmm. So Coach Osborne did it. I won't tell you the, multiple the, all, times all the all conference guys and the and and, and, the, and the all Americans and number. All these guys, mm-hmm. evaluate talent, know who can run, know who can throw, know who can catch, who can block, who can tackle, and recruit them. And have a dynamic personality that can do that. Now, I think Rule has that. I've talked to Rule, and I think he has that. I really do. So, I think we have a chance there. Now, we have another other, a lot of other areas that we're not very good in. Yeah. Right? In the state of Nebraska that we have to overcome, which people are in denial about. Who wants to live in Nebraska? My, my daughters don't even want to live here. I love Nebraska. It was great for me, but my kids want to get out, mm. right? So I understand that. It's not for everyone. It's not. And the day and age has changed, so we need to get on board and accept that and realize that and start being innovative with coming up with ideas and things that we can do to attract players that want to come here. And the first thing you got to do is win. Yeah. That's the first thing you got to do that's is win. The, that's the easiest way to or, attract talent. Or look like you're going to be something. Look like you're going to be something. That's what McCartney did in Colorado. Mm-hmm. That's what he did in Colorado, so it can be done. So I don't want to go on a rampage about this, but like I say, you have to admit what you're, what you're not doing and be willing to go and do it. Mickey Joseph should have been here on his staff because he had the ability to do that. He can convince kids to come here and play. We should have done everything we could have done to keep him here. Mm-hmm. And all that other stuff probably wouldn't happen. but I'm just saying. So that 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 gets to me because I know what it takes to come to Nebraska because I know why I came here, mm-hmm. and I'm from Southern California. Could have stayed out there, but you came here. Yeah, glad we you, were good. Glad you did. We were good. Glad you did. <laughs> uh, that's going to do with this segment. Uh, you know what, James? Stay on the line. We'll see if we can get you on the other side of the break. This is Rapping with Rico and former Husker All-American quarterback Steve Taylor here on The Ticket.